So while you've got auto manufacturers everywhere not able to get cars to the marketplace because of these chip shortages, it hasn't stopped investment. Certainly not in central Indiana. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com. On Twitter, at IIB, that's where you find him. And it's Honda, Gary Dick, engaging in some investment in the Greensburg plant. I mean, even when, even with what's already happening, people at least now have figured out you really do still have to plan ahead. This is a, this is a good, good bit of news for Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it's going to come out today. We don't know exactly what it will be in terms of numbers, but it will be a, a sizable investment in the Greensburg plant. Uh, Tony, and the point you make is a good one because the auto, of all businesses, but uh, we're talking about the auto industry here, they are looking at the long term and looking where to invest money and where they're going to be in five years, 10 years, whatever the case might be. And I think today's announcement, whatever that that number ends up being, and it's going to mark the start of production of a new vehicle there in uh, there in Greensburg. It's another example, again, talking about the auto industry, of huge investment that the automakers are making specifically in Indiana. You know, it used to be we didn't have any final assembly plants. Now we've got a bunch. We've got Honda in Greensburg, Toyota, Toyota down in Princeton in uh, southwest Indiana, the GM truck plant, uh, Subaru of Indiana uh, Automotive as well in Lafayette. So we've got a lot of production facilities, final assembly plants that are getting literally billions of dollars in investment and jobs here in Indiana. Now, this is true of just Honda. Are we going to start seeing more investment from other manufacturers, meaning do they see Indiana as providing a unique value over other places? We know Tennessee does a lot of auto manufacturing. Do they see Indiana as providing a unique value as compared to other states? Yeah, yeah, I think the short answer is yes. And and I get that, uh, you know, not, you know, off camera, you know, not just uh, folks I'm interviewing on camera, which may, you know, who may say things uh, because it's, uh, it's kind of the right thing to say, but I get that behind the scenes too. As you look at companies, not only the, 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 the automakers uh, and these final assembly plants, but these parts and components and suppliers, you, you know, there are, uh, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of suppliers that that fuel these these plants that result in thousands of jobs as well so it's an impact a massive economic impact in indiana that isn't talked about a lot but is is part of the equation too and what we're seeing tony great example uh of toyota you know last year uh i'm losing track of time was it last year earlier this year anyways a few months back they announced uh, just a massive investment uh in Uh, Princeton in southwest Indiana, a plant that uh, is now well over 7,000 employees uh, down there and growing. And we're seeing similar major investments at a lot of these plants. And part of it is the business climate uh, that exists in Indiana. Uh, And if you talk to folks in the economic development game, they say that's a positive for the state. Speaking of uh, positive or is it a negative, we see unemployment Flat, uh, uh, again, you take a look at the chart that you guys have there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Uh, Unemployment of 4.1% in 
in the state of Indiana. In the United States, it's 5.2%. And I think some people would question that number when you still talk about in the state the number of open jobs and the inability to find people and hire people, the places that are only staying open uh, five days a week instead of seven, the places that aren't open for lunch, the places that are, are bringing down hours that we're seeing here in the state and all across the country. But 4.1% uh, compared to everyone except Minnesota and Wisconsin, we're crushing it in the area, considering Ohio's at 54 and Illinois is at 7%. Uh, how do we take this news? Well, you know, on the surface, I guess you could say it's, it's a positive. And as you say, uh, comparatively speaking, here in the Midwest, that number stacks up. Uh, very well, but I think you know many times this the the unemployment numbers get the headline, but you go deeper inside the numbers and you look at some of these challenges uh, as you mentioned there, uh, where some businesses are not uh, you know able to stay open uh, around the clock or five days or seven days a week or whatever the case might be. The challenge of getting uh, trained workers and that that existed before the pandemic and is going to exi- exist after it uh, as well. It's a it's a real issue and getting. The, the workers that are needed in the specific jobs, the kinds of trained workers. We were talking about the auto industry uh, a bit ago. It, it's a real challenge uh, as these companies invest big dollars. I mentioned the Toyota deal, which is, uh, I think, another 800 jobs or something uh, uh, in, in that range in southwest Indiana. Where are those going to come from? Where are those people going to come from? So it continues to, you know, the unemployment number is kind of a top-line number that, that folks can use to, to, to rank and to rate and discuss but you dive deeper behind those numbers, there's, uh, there's, I think, a lot more to the story. I, I only want to see, you know, the, the growth and the good things, but there just seems no end in sight for this labor shortage. And does that tie to yep. what's going on uh, socially and people still not feeling that the schools are going to keep their kids in school so they don't feel good about going back to work? I, I think there's still a lot of questions there uh, that don't yet have uh, an, an answer. Uh, one of the other subjects was about uh, the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra and yep. the idea of reaching a new agreement um, with the musicians. Now, I'm a fan of, of the symphony. Of course, we've done work with them here at WIBC. We did Symphony on the Patio when the Symphony on the Prairie uh, series was, was canceled because uh, of COVID. I only wish we were still doing all of these things. Uh, but is the... Is the move a maneuver here? Because we shouldn't deny that the symphony brings great value to, to, the, to the city and to the area. They put some musicians on the board. Was this a long time coming or was this a move to try and prevent conversations uh, regarding um, more, more of a uh, what we're seeing nationwide of you have to give us more of a say in what's going on? Has this been a long time coming or is this a new advent? You know, I, I think the short answer is, Tony, I can't answer that because I don't know. But I, I, I do know that as part of this agreement, as you mentioned, uh, they're going to add uh, musicians uh, to uh, uh, to the ISO, which is part of the deal as well, as well as those board positions that that you mentioned. So I think it's just part of the evolution in uh, labor agreements in this case, uh, in an arts and cultural uh, institution, three-year deal with the musicians. And as you mentioned, uh, in terms of the impact, you know, sports gets the headlines uh, many times, uh, rightfully so, I, I think. But the arts and cultural piece of it and the impact on attracting business, keeping business here, uh, uh, shouldn't be um, uh, understated because it is, uh, it is an important deal. 
Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Uh, the Hoosiers lose, uh, the Boilermakers lose, the Colts lose, the Indy 11 lose. How much money did you, did you lose on your bets? I didn't bet this weekend, Tony, thankfully. Oh. Uh, um, I was I was tempted uh, on the Colts but resisted, uh, fortunately. I just hope uh, our quarterback's uh, ankle is not uh, is not too serious because uh, that tough uh, opening of the schedule continues next week. You know, he, he's playing it off like it's not a big deal, that twisted ankle from uh, Carson Wentz. I, I certainly hope uh, he's going to be fine as well. We will, we will see in the next couple of days. That much is for yeah. sure. Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on Twitter at IIB.